Ross, Mr. Van Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. When you're a radioactive skull-faced man who wants to beat up his ex-girlfriend, you're going to get a paddling. A paddling from the paladin. I'm Mike. This is James. I'm Shay. You're listening to uh, Dark Side's Cows. That was take two. <laughs> I was white knuckling it. I was so I was so concerned you wouldn't. You make nailed it, it though. I got it that time. Whew. Okay, I feel good. That's the hardest part of the show, right there. Yep. Right. right you're at the dumb, You're at the dumbest, least talented one. Do tongue twisters. <laughs> you're you're you're, you're not self opinion. Yeah, your self opinion veers so wildly that I I kind of think it's a work. <laughs> Everything I do is a work. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of got to be. Mike is Banksy. <sighs> yes, he's the original Banksy. Don't what's check ba- the timelines on that. What's, uh, what's Banksy do? He's a, he's a graffito artist. He's a graffito tagger. Oh. Graffito? Yeah, yeah. I am uh, graffito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would have been better than fucking Paladin. Jesus Christ. Um, this guy's bad. This guy's not a good character. Paladin? I thought Paladin was okay. You thought Paladin was... This is Marvel premiere featuring Paladin issue 43 from 1978. It's a book called In Manhattan, They Play for Keeps. Great. Written by Don McGregor, art by Tom Sutton. First of all, we promised to tell you what a Paladin was this year, uh, this episode. Uh, Paladin is a trusted military leader based on the Knights Templar. Also probably some D&D shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always thought it was. What's yeah, the yeah, Knights yeah. Templar? Isn't that a cult? Uh, the Knights Templar were like a religious order of knights. They fought in the Crusades, and they, uh, you know, they're that's all the Illuminati stuff came from yeah. that too. Mm. Mm. So, Marvel Premiere, which is a title I'd never heard of before. I'm assuming very few people had. I imagine they're uh, premiering characters. Kind of. They kind of were. Uh, yeah, it was like a testing ground for new characters, although they didn't really stick to it super consistently. Eventually, it was just a dumping ground for stories they couldn't fit in elsewhere. Marvel uh, premiere featuring Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, well, it was uh, like the second run of it or the second arc of it. Uh, it just became a Doctor Strange book written by Steve Englehart with art by Frank Brunner. And because I think he was between series at that time. So I was trying to like rekindle interest in Dr. Strange. What was interesting about that is one of the issues of that Dr. Strange book depicted a character, possibly God himself rebooting the universe. And when nice. Stanley saw the issue after it was published, he forced them to print a retraction saying it was not the God. It was just a God. Why? Right? Uh, to not upset the religious folks. Cause he's Stanley. You know, there's a character called Thor. It didn't matter. Well, I mean that, but that's not God. And first of all, that's Norse mythology. So, so they can sweep that away as mythology rather than uh, blasphemy. I think they just uh, they were scared of getting called out, and they just like let's do damage control now. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. 100%. And actually, Eng- stupid. Ingle- Englehart and Brunner wrote a fake fan letter from a minister praising the story, and Marvel published it, not knowing what it was, and that caused them to drop the retraction. Dumb. So the character Paladin, he is like a bodyguard for hire, and mm-hmm. he's dressed like an American gladiator mixed with a scuba diver. Yeah, created by uh, Jim Shooter and Carmine Infantino. 
Uh, it says right on the cover, he's from the pages of Daredevil. He's the super soldier of fortune, sensation of the century. Must have been a pretty slow century. Nice one, Hammer. <laughs> uh, yeah, and here he is. By the way, the other fun fact about Marvel Premiere is it featured the first comic book appearance of Alice Cooper, which is what we, we probably should have done instead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I guess we but can, no. you know, throw it up on the list. and Yeah, we'll throw it up on the list. It'll, it'll show up in 2028. Uh, but yeah, hey, we got Paladin. this, didn't we? <laughs> Paladin, um, yeah, what's to say about him? He's a mercenary for hire, like you said. He's a, so he's a contractor. He's self-employed. Right. He's one right? of the uh, uh, 15 Marvel super soldiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but, but he's, he's uh, unlike Captain America or something, who gets it like a, a government stipend. He's, uh, he's self-employed. He bills net 30. He gets paid 1099. He has to file quarterly. Can write all the guns off on his taxes. You're telling me he's a hero for hire. He is a hero. Well, he's not a hero. He's not a hero at all. He's just, he's just, he's like the A-team. He'll, def- he'll do whatever you pay him to do. He's like, he's got a weird purple foam helmet. Oh, right. Yeah. So last week you were trying to dunk on Peacemaker's helmet, which is right. admittedly, it, it's a stupid helmet. Yeah. But he owns it. He owns that helmet. He, he wears a hospital bedpan on his head and he, and he owns it. But Paladin... That was my problem with it, though. That he owned it? No, my problem with it was, like, it, like, fires, like, laser beams from it. Like, that was, I was like, okay. okay. Right, First of all, it sometimes fires uh, <laughs> a sonic blast, which, by the way, if you know anything about acoustics, if you're behind where the audio is coming from, it's not nearly that uh, that that effective on you. So he's behind uh, where it's reverberating. So that's from, barely an answer it. to a question we had last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got plenty of answers. I got answers for days. Hey, so how's uh, Paladin hearing anything? He's got like these like, ear guards covering up his ears. He's got the dumbest fucking headgear. He His helmet looks like an armrest. Let's take this story, right, mm-hmm. and leave everything the same except in our imaginations, let's give uh, Paladin like a black suit. Mm. Like a James That's, Bond suit, or like yeah, a black like outfit, a, like, like a either or, either or, like uh, like a like a like a ninja outfit, or like a or he looks he's wearing like a John Wick style suit. Would this be less stupid with the no. same headgear? No. <laughs> okay, because he looks like he went to Bob's Discount Furniture and they upsold him on the fucking five piece sectional. He's a bodyguard for hire, so let's dress him up mm-hmm. like that in our minds. He dressed like a Secret Service agent. You're trying to soften the blow of this guy. I'm just saying, like... Is I'm, it just like, the comic, or just the the costume? Yes, like, as... Because oh, you can't help but, like, look at the entire book and go, like, this guy looks ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not letting him and off the hook, remember though. the remember the first appearance of Blade that we read? Like, right. That character he, definitely got cooler once they redid his appearance. His costume mm-hmm. wasn't that bad. Like, classic Blade, he wasn't yeah, that Blade bad. Yeah, Blade was okay. He yeah, he was okay. all right. He look, no, this he's wearing. Yeah, like I say, he's got he's got an armrest on his head. He's got goggles. Uh, he's got like a like a baby blue uh, like Kevlar vest over like a green work shirt. Yes, and some purple highlights. <laughs> yes, like purple boots and a purple holster. He's got like metal guards on his purple gloves. Right. He's got uh, peacemaker boots. He's got purple pants. Right, right. And he's got a golden gun that fires three bullets at once. It's kind of interesting because in some ways he is kind of like James Bond because he, he's, got, he's a ruggedly handsome. He's got a, a, a baffling gun that makes no sense. And the other thing I found out about him, uh, he's a notorious womanizer. 
at one point, I guess, uh, Jubilee from X-Men had a crush on him, which means that Paladin is now my rival, and we'll have to have to go at it like junkyard dogs. James, isn't she like 14? Uh, I had a crush on Jubilee when I was like 12, so it was okay. All right, all right, all right. It it carried over, that's all. I'm sure she's Uh, a grown-up now in the comics. We've we've aged together. We've aged together. We've we've grown together. I think she gave birth to a dragon eventually. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like stop reading X-Men for a really long time and then every now and again I'll pick it up and it'll yeah. be totally bizarre. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that's what we need to know about Paladin. He never really, he, I think this might be the, literally the only comic he's ever headlined an issue of. Like he did a couple of like Marvel team ups and joined some, te- some random teams over the years. But yeah, he's an, he is not a heavy hitter. And we're going to find out why, I guess. So Stan Lee creates Paladin, super soldier of fortune. Did he create Manhattan- him? No, he didn't. No, I already said who created him. It was Carmen Infantino and Jim Shooter. And Stan Lee just nudging himself in there. Well, technically, he says Stan Lee presents. But yeah. I was in the room. Yeah, which is funny because in the case of Captain America, he wasn't even in the room. Like That was Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. He wasn't even there. He was like 16 at the time. I think whenever anyway. they're getting interviewed and uh, they're staying there and uh, they're asking them how they create these characters and... The creators start talking, and Stanley's just pinching them, you know, like behind him. Like he's got his hand on their back and just grabbing a little bit of fat and pinching them every time they don't mention his name. <laughs> grabbing a little bit of fat and be like, oh, yeah. So, our other character we've got in this book is a guy, I think this was his first and last appearance. His name is Phantasm. Yep. Yeah. And he's like a radioactive scarecrow. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. He looks like the Phantasm from that Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But he's bit. not. No. no, he's not. He's like an incel dude. Yeah. Uh, he he's mad that his ex uh left him. Yeah, and he's he's very abusive. Clearly yeah. very abusive. He's uh he's super red pilled in his philosophy. He's so red pilled that he has turned red in this oh, first a, he, panel. He he's what they call black pilled. At one point cuz he he tries to to uh neg her the whole time yeah and he yells at her in the middle of like a fight and stuff about how she forgot the milk yeah 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 <laughs> he brings up he brings up some old old shit like, about how she, she wasn't reliable with, with bringing I, home the milk i have been petty in some fights mm-hmm. i have been petty and i have, i have not been that petty he's dying yeah he's he's burning everything down on his way out yeah like this guy has a plan to go yeah whatever uh, so yeah, his whole thing here is that he's going after his girlfriend Marsha, and so Marsha has contracted Paladin. Uh, I, I guess he had like a first timers discount. I don't know why you fucking called Paladin of all people, but she called Paladin to protect him from to protect her from Phantasm. Maybe she he she he was in the Yellow Pages. <laughs> uh, so uh, Phantasm has attacked Marsha's apartment. First, when we see Phantasm, he's all red, and then and immediately we see that he's got a bunch of yellow highlights. The coloring in this comic is weird as shit. And a purple mm-hmm. cape. Yeah, he's got a purple cape and a blue uh, skull face. You know, I'll say. Uh, I know he's radioactive and everything, but uh, Phantasm is still the least toxic incel I've ever seen. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot, a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he's literally toxic. He's toxic yeah. in every single way. He's kind of the toxic Avenger. He's his the original toxic Avenger. His is covering up his neck beard. <laughs> yeah, it is. His fedora. Yeah. Oh, yep. no, I know what I do for Twitter. He's got to put fedoras on Phantasm. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming so, about how he's a nice guy, my lady. Well... 
She even mentions, uh, you know, he could be really charming sometimes. Right. When he wasn't Lots dressed up as fucking phantasm. Oh, he screams that he treated her like a queen. Yeah. Yes, maybe he queen. did. He goes full he nice did. guy. He can treat her like a queen 95% of the time, but if that 5% of the time he's beating the shit out of her, it's not okay. Hmm. Their relationship is really fucked up. A little yeah, bit. It's very complicated. Like, They're probably going to get back together. She hires a, a superhero bodyguard to protect her from him. Yeah. And uh, while, uh, the entire time he's trying to murder them, she is like low-key defending him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's definitely snared in. She's in deep. So Paladin is defending her from Phantasm, who's also brought in a bunch of his dudes. All right, and the neighbors like, his, are really his, upset because this is an apartment. Dude, this, this is a spacious apartment. In Manhattan? Like, right. she's well, got she a thousand could, square feet. She can afford to hire uh, a super soldier to protect her. From, yeah, um, and he mentions, he mentions that she's spending a small fortune. I'm thinking Paladin ain't that expensive. I bet Paladin has a, I bet he's making good bank on this job. I don't know, man. His insurance, he has to pay his own insurance as a contractor, and his premiums must be through the roof with what I he does bet. for a living. Yeah, I bet. Expensive. Maybe this is all under the table. Oh, God, it would have to be. Right. It's the, only way to, it's the only way to make a living. Right. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> you can't identify me. I could be Wolverine under this. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, Paladin engages uh, Phantasm and his men's rights group that break yep. into the apartment, and there's a lot of room for fighting in this apartment. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at look at look at the destruction that can happen when men go their own way. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised Shay knows that term. She giggled at that term. I just thought it was something funny he said. Nope, men going their own way is another Reddit group. Oh. It's about what you think it's about. What MGTOW? <laughs> what is it? It's called MGTOW. Men oh, going MGTOW? their own way. Yeah, MGTOW. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. I don't know what that means. Just means it's like black pill dudes are like, um, I'm never yeah. gonna date again. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> what a what group. Of men's rights activists called men going their own way post about. No, it's not. Okay. So like when you say men's rights activists, you're making it sound more sinister than it is. It, it is. It's literally just like people taking their ball and going home. It's it, that's the step towards me. Uh, it's a lot of this. It's, uh, like, well, I'm just going to be short yeah. by myself. God forbid I do a couple curls and, and fucking get a better job. I'm sure a lot of those guys are like five foot six and they work out all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. short, muscly dudes. Chest and arms only. Chest and arms only. Hey, you're wearing pants. Uh, so uh, Phantasm and Paladin, uh, they fall out the window and they're, they're, they're in a falls like 30 stories, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a weird sequence here because like the, the, the linear storytelling doesn't make sense because on one panel, Phantasm is barely hanging on to those ledges building and Paladin has gone flying. He's way out there in space. But somehow Paladin managed to grab hold of a ledge. Yes, even though he's clearly past... He's way past where any, he's at least 20 feet from Correct. any ledge. Maybe he yeah. fell onto a different ledge because you can see there's a ledge that Phantasm is holding onto and then mm. another ledge below him. But it's like five feet below. His feet are there. I, I don't I don't get it. No, no, and it's then, just perspective. No, because look, he's on the same, he's at the same level as as Chick, uh, Maggie, Ma- Megan, M- Mula. Mar- Marsha, thanks for reading the book. She's the best <laughs> character here. Yeah, uh, Samala. So yeah, she's she's the same level or whatever, right? With the toxic dude. Yeah. Yes. With pair. Uh, no, they both. Fan- no, they, they both fell out of the apartment, so I imagine they fell a bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think they did. Although, and then we see immediately that Phantasm is able to uh, get up and join Paladin at wherever his ledge is, and she uh, he starts, uh, I, I guess, touching Paladin's hands, and it's it's 
it's putting his radiation into Paladin, I guess. His toxicity is like his going toxicity. inside him. He so burns like, him. Yeah, so Paladin, mm. so Paladin is going to start complaining about how men get fleeced in the divorce court. Yeah. Well, in fairness, they kind of do. In fairness, they kind of do. Uh, so yeah, Paladin is suffering, and I think it's at this point that Phantasm starts accusing Marcia of having a relationship with Paladin. And, she, and uh, he's right. Of yeah, he starts, yeah. And uh, she runs up behind him and cracks him with the, yeah. uh, the base of a lamp, killing him instantly. Uh, nope, she does not kill him. She runs up with a lamp, she smashes him in the back of the head, and uh, this causes him to release Paladin. Here, in the, like, the Phantasm keeps referring to fan, uh, uh, Paladin as lover, and at first I thought like he was calling him that because they were fucking. He's, oh, Paladin and Phantasm. No, no, no that would be a good book. For, that's what I thought at first. I'm like, why does he keep calling him lover? Yeah, I, he's definitely repressing something. Like, this is the... No, because he, no, he's doing it in a taunting way. Right, but he I didn't is. know that at first. Because I didn't know that... Because I, I didn't read the previous book issue, so I had no idea that like, he was having... He had a relationship with Marsha. There Marcia. is no previous issue. This is a one-off. Wait, this we just it. jump into this? This yeah. is it. This is the whole story. There's a lot of fucking backstory that I just don't have. I mean, I think they're giving you all you're going to have. Well, they tell you throughout need. the book eventually, but like you, when you jump in, there's a lot of like... Yeah. It, se- it just seemed like there, there, there needed to be a lot of like backstory. Well, you got like 20 pages to cram it all in. So you Maybe they're all from it, different Marvel books. Well, I, no, like I said, this is the first and last appearance of Phantasm, and this was the only time Paladin was featured as the main character in a comic book. Mm, this is right. it for them. This is it. This is the to... whole thing. All right, I guess they just wanted to... It reminded me of like a Saturday morning cartoon episode. Yeah. Where there's going to be 150 different villains. Not all of them are going to come back. Yeah, But it's it's done after 22 minutes. Phantasm keeps uh, taunting uh, Paladin and insinuating that Marsha's fucking him and saying like, are you you looking at his tight buns? Are you looking at that tight ass, those good glutes? And it gets really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, she, Mar- Marcia just likes two guys fighting over I mean, who wouldn't? Shay, how would you feel if two guys like got into a fist fight over you? No. Like me and Paladin over Jubilee. Yeah. Like I, that earns, re- whoever wins, like you respect them now. Imagine your Jubilee and James and, and Paladin yep. get into a fight. Yep. Like on a level of one to ten, how horny is that? Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. horny. Now, I will put a caveat on this. Um, not horny, but I don't know if in that moment there would be that kind of instinctual, primal, I've seen someone defend me, so now all of a sudden my hormones go crazy there kind of thing. absolutely would be. That but is as absolutely. I sit, yeah, but as I sit here thinking about it objectively, it's not attractive. So your answer is no with a but. And, and you're hoping that one of us kills the other one in front of you. I think Paladin's going to kick your ass, dude. I mean, well, I mean, he's he's got better armor. Yeah, right. But I How look get, better. We, we get a punch. You get a punch that the umpire's uh, <laughs> fucking his weird you, furniture what, helmet. Yeah. What is that called? That padding umpires wear. I don't know what that's called. Umpire I mean, it's same, padding. It, it's like that same stuff that where they like they train uh, attack dogs. Right. <laughs> Paladin's just going play ball. <laughs> so uh, the fight continues as naturally it would. And uh, eventually, uh, uh, Paladin manages to scare off Phantasm, and he goes to console Marsha, who is emotionally shattered. He turned to Marsha and said, looks like Phantasm just struck out. (laughs) You get it? 
He's like totally just a eunuch and only cares about his baseball. No, nah, instead she's like, hey, tomorrow everything's going to change and it's going to not be okay. But she won't tell Paladin why, when, yeah. where. He's like, you know, yeah. this will be a lot easier if we can get the hell out of the apartment where he knows you live. Yeah, she refuses to leave the apartment because she feels like that would be betraying Phantasm again. <laughs> Literally, she's just like, if, I, if we leave, he won't know where I am. Yeah, and we find out in his origin story that she has nothing to do with who he is. They're so codependent. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad relationship. Maybe this is just like a sex game. I mean, you know, they're definitely going to get back together. Like, she's how many like, times? I don't know. She's like, prove how much you want me. Will you fight yeah. a super soldier bodyguard to get me? I will. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that's their see, see, there you go. Now you're excited. That yeah, sounds good there. all of a sudden. God, everything everything about humans is fucking problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, none of us are doing too well. So then we see a little bit of what's going on with Phantasm, and he's got his gang assembled atop a bridge for some reason. Yeah, where he and, found a gang, who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, there there is MRA gang, <laughs> and <laughs> it's his army of Reddit trolls. And it's all it's all, it's all short bald dudes with beards. Yeah, yeah, all with neck beards and like they just—they don't know where to park their big trucks. <laughs> their F one fifty. Yeah, just let me finish making this YouTube video from the seat of my truck. <laughs> Listen to this with feminist my, with my wraparound shades on. They don't. She doesn't know what she wants. So he starts ranting about how he's going to strike back against the bureaucrats yeah, by. Based. Yeah, knocking out the power supply. So, so this is not no longer about Marsha. This guy's all over the map. Right. Well, he's mad at his girlfriend because uh, that's their dynamic, and yep. he's mad at work because he was a uh, radioactive isotope waste disposal guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's more or less what he did. And he was around it for too long, and it gave him cancer. I guess somehow there was an accident. Yeah, and he he became cancerous and radioactive. And uh, they kind of said, well, uh, we missed the part where that's our problem. And they fired and then, him. Yeah, and then he uh, got got his hands on some more radioactive isotopes and just uh, turned himself into a radioactive zombie man. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. He learned science. He learned there science you know. to be a supervillain. Yep, that's the best reason. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. Make no uh, kids. Yeah, and so I guess he was mad in all this because Marsha wouldn't support him in his in his science endeavors and his zombie endeavors. And he's like, I will be high value. <laughs> so then we see Paladin is kind of cleaning up Marshall's house. He takes one of, uh, what's his name's guys, Phantasm's guys, and literally throws him in a dumpster, yeah. in a trash can, not even a dumpster, a trash you, can. You belong in a garbage can. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what else you could have done is uh, called the cops. No, dude, he's a criminal. Yeah, he also just killed a bunch of people. Right, he's a he's a mercenary. He does. Right. Money. I don't think That's the cops okay. are going to let him go because of that. If there's one thing I've learned about in this country, as long as you killed people for money, it's not a big deal. Look at Marsha in the top left uh, panel. She's so horny. She so her shirt is ripped, and she's making sure that he sees it, uh -huh. like because his shoulders exposed now. Oh, good lord! I'm so helpless. <laughs> Look, Marsha is not a good example. She is so not girls, a good Shay, role model. Shay, just because you're normal, I've dated some girls like this. Like, they exist. Or maybe, maybe mm -hmm. it was drawn this way because a dude drew it and the still same. was wanting this woman to look sexy, even though she just got yeah. the shit beat out of her. You know, I don't know if they wrote it for to seem like that she's doing this, like, on purpose. 
But her mm. motivation is so all, all, everywhere. Yeah. Like, I've known girls like this that just, they just love drama to the point they just ruin people's lives. What do you want? Pellet <laughs> <laughs> is just pleading with her. It's not even about the money anymore. What is it? Do you <sighs> to offend you or let him in? He I've loves me. I rocked you. I fed you. I changed your diaper. What the fuck do you want? You don't know how he is when we're by ourselves. He usually doesn't even wear that weird costume, and he seems way less radioactive in private. <laughs> so, I guess the plan is to blow up a uh, like a like a power company, like a, the 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 grid, uh, the electricity company. Okay. So yeah. it's that. If you destroy in this plan, if you destroy one powerhouse, then okay. it will cause an overload on the next down the line, like like a domino effect. Oh, they must be yeah. in Texas. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, I'm no I'm no big city planner here, but I'm pretty sure that's high grade bullcrap. I don't think that's how power plants work. I don't know our our, infra- our electrical infrastructure has so little redundancies and little fail safes. Sure, like, it would be fairly easy to. Well, somewhere down the line, down. somewhere down the line, someone would just shut it down first before it gets to them. Yeah, Maybe. This is, I I don't think this would work, especially if it's in a New shift York. change. What if they're gonna light the? <laughs> yeah, what if they're gonna li- the shift change? What if they're gonna light the river on fire? Uh, oh, like uh, like uh, a jigsaw? Yeah, Dick Cheney, uh, Dick, Cheney <laughs> Dick Cheney saw. That, it's uh, got to burn off all the nitrogen or whatever the fuck they said. Yeah. In that line of four panels, the third one is going to be the Twitter profile image. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> they went a little nuts on Paladin's facial texture. He looks oh. like he's in his early sixties. He looks like he looks like he pa- looks like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I was gonna say PC Principal. Oh, yeah, he does. He, the he does look like his PC Principal mouth. Uh, yeah, check out the Twitter to oh, see that. Oh gosh, that's um, good. God, he he looks so aged. He looks terrible. He's like the, he looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, I'm just trying to protect you. (laughs) So Phantasm brings out like a like a cosmic pepper grinder Uh and he uses it to blow up the power plant. Right. That's what one does. That's what one. Like, I don't know how he how he managed to synthesize this amount of power into a tiny little stick. I don't know how his powers work. Yeah, just radiation, I guess. Like if I was his goons, I wouldn't want to hang out with them. Yeah. So do they, uh, all the goons have like little bandanas on their masks or do they all have ponytails? I think they were like, that's part of the mask. I think that's like a, like a, like didn't the hand used to have go up a little, masks? Go, go up one more. Uh, that, uh, uh, they're right in the middle. Like there we yeah. can see if they have masks or. Um, I think it's a mask. I think it's, look at that. Look at that. Does <laughs> he re- did he require all of his men to have ponytails otherwise? It's the 80s. Like listen, well, it's his the group, His group of Val Kilmers. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I think it's just part of the mask. I, I saw the Ninja Turtles. I know how that works. Um, I like some of the perspective with the buildings. They had some fun with some of the, the perspective shots from above the buildings. That's pretty cool. That's kind of the no, I, li- I, I, I like the artwork. Yeah, the artwork's okay. It's a little scratchy, but, but that's, pretty, that's pretty cool when you see over the city and they, they did some fun stuff with the perspectives there. I think it's just the style. There's a lot of like uh, stylistic shots, like here in the the center with uh, oh. Marsha looking at the wall or whatever with her crazed eyes. Uh, so Paladin is still trying to convince Marsha uh, to first of all tell me what the hell's going on. Um, and she's and like, he has no, to, <laughs> no, no, and he has to find out by the city beginning to go dark. 
Yeah. And yeah. Palin says, you know, I, I could have stopped this if you would have mentioned something about it 12 hours ago. Yeah. Well, lady, why didn't you go to the FBI? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they would have loved to How handle How fucking this greedy one. is she where she's like, no, I want you to protect me and no one else in the city. Fuck that. Yeah. She didn't warn anyone that this dude was on the lam. Yeah. She knew about this whole project. Yeah. I'm she pretty hires- sure that, yeah, she's gonna get caught and arrested for being like complicit by not she, telling anyone she's reading ayn ran so she's like i don't want i don't want to bring ayn the ran. big government into my problems <laughs> marsh is a sovereign citizen i'm gonna uh, use i'm gonna take care of myself and use the private sector to solve my problems marsh is making a lot of sense now i don't, I don't want my tax dollars going dealing with my boyfriend yeah yeah i want to pay for all these churches for your god all these vacations for Ted Cruz. Uh, so I guess at this point, Phantasm came back to Marsh's apartment, like in the middle of his scheme. Yeah. Yep. He came, he came back. He's like, honey, I'm back. Oh, right. We're fighting. He starts <laughs> fighting. Peacemaker. I mean, they're, in, they're in the heart of Manhattan. Like that would have taken him an hour and a half. And he made a stopover to like brag about what he's done. I got to remember to keep calling him Paladin because I keep calling him Peacemaker in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a Peacemaker would have just shot Paladin in the head by now, because Paladin even, or Phantasm, goddammit, Paladin even says he doesn't like killing people. Yeah, but he kills a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're fodder. Yeah, and he's, uh, you know, he's just doing his job. Yeah, yeah I'm, t- I'm just doing my job, Nuremberg you know, defense. This is also like a bait and switch. He's hired to be a bodyguard, now he's got to stop a supervillain and save the city's infrastructure. I, he really needs to be charging surge pricing for this. He's like, whoa, dude, you knew yeah. this was going to happen and you still said it was just a bodyguard job. This sucks. Yeah, no. I, as a self-employed individual, this is the point where you walk away and you still send him a bill. She's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, okay. I guess it's I'll help you out. Weird sex game this is. I don't. He donates to her OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm going to be a part of this. Uh, so another fight ensues as it naturally would, and, uh, Paladin gets his shit fucked up. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's, when he that's, awakens, that's the game. Like, they bring in a, a guy who's also in shape, but not as good a shape as her boyfriend. And it's they have kind their of, fight. yeah. It's kind of like a, a reverse cuckold situation. He beats him up, and then he just goes, I beat up that lady for you, baby. Yeah, well, I don't did. know why, I don't know why he thought his foam-ass headgear would protect his head when he gets hit. <laughs> it's, it's a Tempur-Pedic, uh, headpiece. Right, it he paid extra like, for it. It just looks like the ends of the American Gladiator, like joust, like, <laughs> like. Just, but you know, it's like the baton things that they had their, Pal- their fight with. Paladin plays laser tag, but has his own gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, he should have been called laser tag. Yes, let's just call him laser tag. Yeah, laser. Or that's way easier to say than paladin. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why I never caught on. That name is a mouthful. They call him laser tag. That'd be fucking. That's actually pretty cool. At the time, in night, well, 1978. Did we even? Did, did the general public even know about lasers? I don't no. know if they did. There's no laser tag. Yeah, it took another ten years, unfortunately. So at some point, uh, it looks like uh, Marsh is dead, which is also part of their game. Yep. And yeah. There's yeah, like yeah. a and there's a big old uh, handprint on her neck where nice. uh, the phantom wiped his ass and then grabbed her neck. And that face that Paladin has right there, it's because he's getting a whiff of it. God so damn Paladin, it, Mike. 
so Paladin sees that Marcia is dead and decides uh, not to call the cops, not to call an ambulance, uh, not even really to uh, secure her body anywhere. He just decides to stalk the streets instead. Yeah, he goes to Ch- he goes to Chinatown because that's where his favorite uh, laser tag place is, and he's gonna blow off some steam by playing some laser tag. Yeah, there's some weird wraparound device about it being Chinese New Year, but n- I mean, none of these characters are Asian. It's it's. It's a weird thing to just shove into this book. He's like, man, I got all the the powers out, and I got all this time before I got to referee my next baseball game. Yeah, I mean, he could probably take that equipment off, take off his chest piece, take off his helmet, and have a nice a nice seat. Yeah, yeah. imagine he's, this uh, in between ima- gigs. Imagine this whole comic, except he's wearing a black suit. It's it's <laughs> it's tough because he'll look a little less stupid, but it's. More exciting to see him in green and purple. It's like like Vertigo. That's what the story's like. This weird, like, cuckold, let's trick the fucking right. police bodyguard man into doing stupid shit. You know, this is yet another uh, Marvel character who's uh, purple and green, uh, secondary colors. This comic is like uh, they ask Alfred Hitchcock to write it. Oh, that's insulting. That's what I'm going to say. Why? Because it's it's got all that Hitchcock-y stuff, but just, bad. like, the weird couple mm-hmm, like they're mm-hmm. criminals and psychos and this dude this heroic dude gets involved and he gets fucked over yeah at some point he's i guess fallen in love with Marsha. i guess is the implication of course that's why that's he's, all, he's going above and beyond yes. that's what all these simp idiots you fall always in do. love with someone in three hours yeah yeah that's been if you're a dude a yeah yeah if that you're does, what i mean you're a dude for it sure does happen it does happen <laughs> i do that all the time yep because it's just a it's just a shitty chemical reaction. I also lean into it. Like as soon yeah. as I feel that like, that chemistry in my brain, I lean into it super hard. Mm. Resist resist your brain. Resist the chemistry in your brain. It doesn't know what's best for you. It doesn't yeah, know what's best for your. Sometimes that shit feels really good. You got to resist feeling good. I'm only going to feel good agony. so many times in my life. Yeah. So of course I'm going to lean well, into it. Well, those numbers are going to go up <laughs> if you fall in love after six hours with somebody. Yeah, right. That's why you keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. for the next for the next few months. Yeah, that's and what then, that's then, then perfect. It becomes hell. No, well then, yeah. Now your life's exciting. <laughs> James loves love. What the fuck, James? What do you do? Sit I, around, I, watch, I love, watch TV. I, I love real love, which is uh, stone faced and serious and unenjoyable. I, I want like someone to throw a glass at me. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. What I, want. I want to be brutal, constantly in danger of combustible uh, explosions. Yeah, now, why not? Con- right, it means you give a shit. Constantly in danger that things are about to end, or you're gonna have to go to the ER. Oh, it's like, what do you want to do? Come home, be like, "Hi, honey, how was your day? It was okay. What do you want yeah. for dinner? You ask me that every day for the last five years. Yeah. So what's worse, that or a little bit of combustion? Oh yeah, well I fucked your sister. Well, you could also go your own way and just fucking opt out of the whole thing. No, I'm not going monk. I thought about going monk just to make my life easier. No, I'm gonna keep everything nice and psycho for as long maybe, as possible. Maybe this is how Paladin ended up joining the uh, men going their own way movement. Mm-hmm. Like this was the experience. Wait, I that, thought Paladin was the simp. I thought. I uh, think. I thought. A, uh, was the other at- guy MGTOW? He's absolutely simping now. But I think if we flash forward, if this would have continued into his own series. He would have eventually uh, turned into the the men going their own way guy. Oh, this was his black pill event. Yeah, yeah, this was the moment. Paladin like, is oh, actually dude. Darth Vader. <laughs> Isn't Paladin a Star Wars thing? Sure, I don't yeah, know. Whatever, it might be. I don't know. Are you guys Star Wars people? 
we've talked about Star Wars and how I think it's dumb, and you both went, oh, at the same time. Shay, are you a Star Wars person? Do you like it? I've seen the first three and one of the newer ones. That's such a cultural phenomenon for... I guess I like Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, shitty culture. I don't. I'm not like gonna know what a paladin is. No, we we read that uh, book. Uh, <laughs> we that, that book uh, that Star Wars book uh, called the Fourth Rule or whatever it was, which is all about like uh, somebody trying Banking. to secure a bank loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. It's yeah, Princess Leia trying to get a loan. Yeah, and right. Darth Vader shows up with a suitcase. <laughs> what the fuck is this? But That's they can't Star- fight because there's like a moratorium yeah. on it on the planet they yeah, are or whatever. They would boot it off the planet if they fight. Oh, yeah. Dracula was there. Comic. <laughs> Dumb comic. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, Paladin takes to the streets and apparently he somehow figured out where Phantasm's going to be. And he's right in the path of the Chinese New Year uh, celebration, including a giant dragon that's making its way down the street. Hey, no one's upset that the power's gone and the power plant just exploded. No, they're still partying. They're still partying. They're like, ah, fuck it. Who knows when there'll be another new year? It could be years. There's no internet yet. So we like to enjoy our lives and go and stay out. We don't even know what happened. I'm so bummed uh, in this new year. Stupid yeah. COVID. Dude, have new year whenever you want. Because of uh, with what with the leap years and all the sort of entropy of the universe and everything, who knows when the actual end of the year is? Or what have a year when, is. Have it when it works for you. <laughs> have your year, new year when it yeah. works for you. I'm you tell James. Your boss, yeah, you tell your boss you're taking New Year's off in the middle of May. Yeah, It's May New Year. It's my new year. I'm living my truth. Oh, I love that expression. It's a great expression. It gets I'm you out right. of anything. You mean I'm just going to believe my own bullshit? That's Ugh. what that's, It even sounds like what it says. My truth? So it's yours, not everybody else's? Officer, no. I, I know it seems like I ran that red light, but in my truth, it was totally green. That's the worst, man, when like someone wants to outwoke you. Well, yeah. you're not woke enough. The, what do they say? The left eating itself? Yeah, that's fucking yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's ever woke enough. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just the birthing pains of a new society. We'll get there. I hope so. I don't remember my birth taking this long. I think this is a, a classic episode where people listen and go like, so what the fuck do you guys even believe? <laughs> it seems dramatically inconsistent from episode to episode. <laughs> well, like you're hyper liberals most of the time. I'm not a liberal. Fuck you. Leftist. Whatever you want to call it. It Call doesn't matter. I'm not drinking my, my coffee with my pinky out. Yeah. Uh, so somehow uh, in all the hubbub, Paladin finds Phantasm and starts fighting him by some, uh, some strung up ducks. And despite a Phantasm being a blue corpse, uh, he's super strong? Yeah. Yeah, he's got radioactive power. Like he just like windmill punches laser tag in the side and sends right. him flying. Yeah. So he's he's super strong and then it seems like he has some sort of like which makes sense with his name but we never see it otherwise. He has some sort of like disappearing powers. He does say in the book that uh, he bought his costume from a store. Oh yes. He, yes. Based on he another to, character. He went to Halloween USA and got a Dr. Fear costume. Right, and that's what it looks like too. It looks like a Halloween USA costume. It's not a good costume. It's 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 purple cloak over uh, like a, a yellow hourglass on his body. It looks like an old X-Men costume that they just yeah. threw a purple cape over. Yeah, it's like Magneto's tailor made it for him. He said, I'm not paying for this shit. And he refused to pick it up. 
What is this, yellow, red, purple? What, the what are you, an like idiot? I was in the concentration camps. You, how dare you give me this garbage? And then Magneto goes and levels Palestine. Yes. <laughs> He's a controversial figure. He's the Malcolm X of the mutant movement. Uh, so, you know, the fight continues, and Phantasm's actually winning this one pretty well. Like, this is a big moment for him. If only Marsha was there to see. He goes, now I strangle you like I strangled that bitch. Yeah. So in the course, yeah, in the course of all this, I guess some was it some bullets tore through uh, and and scared everybody who was holding up the dragon float. I guess is what happened. Um, or well, he shot through the float. Or yeah. phantasm stink lines. Look at that. Look how much he stinks. <laughs> yeah. So I, he's pretty every, shredded though for a dead guy. Look at that. Look at that definition. That's padded. That's padded. See, that's why she's she sticks with him. No, I, I mean, you think he has a dick? Yeah, I bet if it matches his fucking calf muscles, that's why she's mm. sticking around. Mm. She's all hollowed out. So somehow uh, this uh, damaged the dragon float, and everybody holding the float, uh, they just run for cover, and so the dragon float falls on uh, Phantasm. All right? That's all it took to bring him down. Bullets yep. wouldn't do it, but some paper mache. Yeah, again, this is like a Saturday morning cartoon. That's the level yeah. of ridiculousness we're at now. Yeah, it's a silly way to take him out. He goes, now I'm going to shoot you with my really silly gun. Yeah, it turns out it was the old man from the amusement park. It, it, his gun looks like a bird. Yeah, it's, it's got like a laser. It looks like an Adam Strange uh, space gun. It looks like, like a space zapper. It's like a Woody Woodpecker yes. head. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's going on with that. <laughs> Every time he shoots somebody. <laughs> So uh, he goes to, uh, he's planning to kill Phantasm, and he says, I'm going to kill uh, you because you killed Marsha. And he goes, oh, I didn't kill Marsha. I, I, I completely uh, failed on that. I tried. She, I asked me to to she asked me to choke her. Yeah. She said she wanted that. Dude, um, I bet. And I said, like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually kill her. Uh, and so rather than clean up his mess, rather than finish what he's there for, Paladin just walks away. Right. Leaves. He just leaves him there, and then I guess uh, Phantasm goes back to blowing up power grids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he'll, he'll get out from under there. That that float weighed forty five pounds. He'll get out. It's fine. It's paper mache. Uh, yeah. So Paladin goes back to Marsha's apartment, and uh, Marsha says, "Yeah, the radio that's uh, been talking about everything that's been going down in Chinatown. It's super hot." Yeah. No and, cops. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, it's Paladin. All the all the news reporters are just like, "Who's that dude?" Yeah. It's, it's just a lot of "Who's that dude?" about Paladin. He's not a heavy hitter. Sweeping up the breadcrumbs here. And so he talks to Marsha. Paladin talks to Marsha and says, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of thought you were dead. Like, it's kind of fucked up that you, didn't, uh, that you didn't try to contact me sooner about this. It just made me realize that uh, I love you. How? Call been, him on his cell phone? It's only been two days and I've been uh, risking my life for you and you're so problematic. I just, I just love you so much because I'm a simp bitch. And then they have sex, and unfortunately, he still feels uh, Phantasm's leavings in her. <laughs> mm -hmm. she, she, she knows where he is. She's been listening on the radio. Like, get down there. Get involved. Wow. Stop this. Wow, you're really wet. You don't know when she woke up. She, she's, she was up long enough to hear the radio. Yeah, she, she heard the radio she waiting, broadcast. She was, waiting for the, she was waiting for the victor to come back and just break her back. Yeah. yeah. So uh, That's the real answer. Paladin says, uh, yeah, this isn't really about money anymore. I, I, uh, I went out to kill him because I think I'm in love with you. And she, she, she hears the door. She gets up and turns around. She goes, Phantasm? Oh, 
Laser tag. Didn't think you were going to beat him. All right, come get it. I guess. I mean, you're looking a lot more attractive now all of a sudden. I don't know what happened. All right. Fuck Phantasm. At least he won't stink. Yep. And, uh, well, that's the end of that book. Yep. Definitely another one off the list. Yeah, definitely of all the books I've read, it's definitely one of them. <laughs> what do we think of that? It was all right. If the if Paladin had a normal outfit, it would just mm-hmm. be about a, like a cool bodyguard in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. It was okay. Shay, what'd you think of this? It was a comic. It was better than I thought. I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. You set that low bar. Yeah. You'll never be disappointed. Sure. Um, well, obviously, the entire book, it's a metaphor for the fact that uh, in, inside all of us, there's a constant battle raging between a, a womanizing paladin and an incel phantasm, right? Uh, two out of five discount recliners. So, I don't know, man. Do we want to talk about next week? Yeah. Often, my favorite part of the show is talking about what the next show will be. Right, because uh, usually the comic we picked ended up being a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, sometimes I wish the entire show was just teeing up other episodes. This, this wasn't a train wreck. This was just a very slow tram around this, uh, the same, like, fucking half mile. This yeah. book should have been called The Police Are Never Called. Yeah, well, I mean, th- this is kind of par for the course. This shit's going down all the time. Yeah, this whole book happened being a shift change. All right. Um, well, Not my problem, pal. <laughs> we're going to spin the wheel. We've got some uh, 33 items on the wheel, so we're going to spin the wheel to figure out what we're going to look That's at That's not so bad. Week. I should add some more. I've cut some <laughs> things off because I've pruned the wheel. That's the only reason it's manageable at the moment. Uh, but, of course, we've got to listen to some spinning music, some turning music, so let's see what's coming up on the, uh, the big board this time. Uh, Fairport Convention's cover of Bob Dylan's Percy's song, which is not the first time a Dylan song has soundtracked the wheel. It doesn't even account for my refusing to use Wagon Wheel, which he wrote the chorus of. So he's a true visionary. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, you're you're uncultured, sure. Uh, I know. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess I guess we can just be at peace with this. That's fine. Like, though. I'm not, I don't even pronounce Ayn Rand properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't pronounce Ayn Rand properly. Uh, all right. Well, then let's uh, spin the wheel and see what's coming up next week. Wow. It's finally happened. We're going to cross another one of our captains off the list. Not the captain I was really hoping for, which was Captain Victory in the Galactic Rangers. But uh, Captain N, the Nintendo Warrior. All right. All right. We've been talking about this one for a while. It's been on there for a while. We've got uh, Captain N and the Nintendo Warrior. um, And uh, Captain N, the Game Master is what it's called. uh, From Valiant Comics. I had this comic book as a kid. I have not seen it since I was seven years old. Did not have a Nintendo, but I did have the Captain N comic book. Captain N, the Game Master, that's that's the character. You keep calling the Nintendo Warrior, and that is not correct. Yeah, what is the Nintendo Warrior? Is that a thing? No, you just been calling him that. I oh, I think I did you. because the, the other captain was Captain... Vi- no, that doesn't make sense either. No, huh. you're just they a They should have called him the Nintendo Warrior. <laughs> That'd be a better... You're just a boomer calling some... Uh, a thing a well, kid likes the wrong Google name. maybe you should Google Nintendo Warrior and see if it comes up with something. Mm, what's Nintendo Warrior? The Ultimate Warrior was originally called the Dingo Warrior. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a thing. Yeah, no, it looks like you made it up. 
It's a franchise uh, consisting of hack and slash games, but developed by Omega Force. But no, no, no. Uh, yeah, he should be called the Nintendo Warrior. That's what I'll be calling him next week. Nope. He's Captain and the Dungeon Master. Yep. I seem to remember in the TV show, uh, the cartoon that this was based on, like they had a Game Boy, but he was like a six foot tall Game Boy that followed them around like their mascot. Yep. And then they yeah. reused that for uh, Adventure Time. Oh, yeah, with BMO. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they were thinking about. They were definitely thinking of Captain N, the Nintendo Warrior, number four from uh, 1991, I believe. Damn, that comic is two bucks. I don't know if I know that. Like, I, I feel like I may have seen this cartoon. This was from the period of time where... Uh, like Mario's a, cartoon and stuff was going right. on, right? These are, they were paired together. Like, you, they were was like a block of cartoons. It'd be Mario and, and right. Captain N. Okay. There was a there was a period in time where it was really uh, hip to have uh, stories where like a kid gets sucked into the TV and now he's in the TV adventure. Yes. This was another one of those. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, like what was that movie with uh, with that guy who's not alive anymore? John Ritter. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, the, stay tuned. The, stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Love that movie as a kid. Uh, so yeah, that's stay tuned number four next week, and you can stay tuned. Ha <laughs> uh, Shay, do you have any uh, plugs for us? Sure. So uh, prove that you're worthy to the opposite sex by subscribing and rating us by looking for Dark Sides Couch on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and any other place you can think of. And follow us at DarkSidesCouch.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Dark Sides Couch and at Twitter too uh, for more chances to see our stupid faces, including ours. Guys, listen, I don't want to be all bad cop on you, but you got to go to the Spotify app, all right? You got to hit that five-star button because until there are enough ratings, the ratings don't show up. And I need that dopamine hit of seeing that five-star rating, and I can't. How many do do they have to do? I don't know, but from what I saw from looking at some other podcasts, uh, I think the lowest uh, I saw was like 40-something. Oh, my God. We don't even have that many listeners. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah. So you got to go there. You got to, you got to tell your members of Congress and clergy to go to Spotify and, and smash that five-star button, please. And all you MGTOW guys have plenty of time to do. It's not like you have families. I got nothing else to do. And you love rating and judging things. <laughs> right. Just pre- pretend you're rating a woman. No, they're Don't not going like to give us do? five stars. Well, cause they think it's out of 10. They will. If I show them my butthole. All right. I think, I think that's it for the day. Uh, anybody got any last comments before we get out of here? Uh, don't actually be black billed. No, of course not. Unless you're going to go full monk and not bother nobody. Yeah, if this is your first... Then that's good for the environment. If this is your first episode listening to the podcast, yeah, don't. We're not the black pill boys. I might be a little. Uh, Mike might be a little bit. Shay? Get your booster. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on the couch. Oh, hey, Paladin. Hey, uh, listen, uh, I just wondering, you know, uh, how do you think phantasms doing as a boyfriend? What do you mean? Well, you know, like maybe he's too radioactive to be with you. Look, don't you think I get it enough from my girlfriends? He sucks, Marsha. What's wrong with you? Why can't you admit he's trying to kill you? You don't know what phantasms like when we're alone. Okay, he's actually really good to me. Wow. <laughs>